Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in Philippians chapter 2. Paul closes Philippians chapter 1 and says, hey, you may have to strive and even to suffer in following Jesus, but this is how I want you to do that. If you know Jesus as your Savior, you've experienced his love and the fellowship of the Spirit, he says, fulfill my joy by doing five things. First off, have the same mind, verse number 2. Then have the same love. Uh, Notice he says, having the same love. And then be of one accord, show unity. Then show and share humility in verse number three. And then have the same kind of eyes that are not only looking for yourself and for what you can gain, but looking to others. Then he gives the supreme example of Jesus in verses five through 11. This is one of the great Christological passages of the New Testament. He says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. And then he shows Jesus what he did, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Jesus has equal status with God, but he did not cling to those advantages, but instead made himself of no reputation. The Greek word is the word kenosis. He emptied himself. Now, what did Jesus empty himself? Well, we know that Jesus was fully God. He did not lay aside his deity. But think of some of the essences of his uh, deity that he had to temporarily lay aside. First off, omnipresence. Jesus could only be at one place at one time. Think about uh, Jesus learning how to walk and to talk. The, The one who knew everything and was the creator He now is learning how to walk and talk. So there's that picture of humility. He comes down from heaven. He comes uh, and humbles himself. He comes down as a servant. And then ultimately, he dies as a sinner. He humbled himself even to the point of death, even death on the cross. There's humiliation. But then there is the exaltation. God has exalted him. He's given him the name above all. He tells us every knee is going to bow. He shows us every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Then Paul turns around and lays out another challenge. Just as Jesus, therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, Jesus obeyed perfectly. Now, as you've obeyed when I've been around, now, even in my absence, I want you to work out your salvation. He does not say work for your salvation, that you have to work your way to God, but work it out. Salvation is a growth process. It is God working in you to do his good pleasure. Now, he tells us that he wants us to to do God's will and to fulfill what God wants us to do without complaining. Verse number 14, do it all without complaining. Do it without compromising. Don't become uh, uh, one of those who are crooked and perverse. But instead, I want you to shine, verse number 15. I want you to rejoice, verse 16. I want you to even come to the point of sacrificing, verse 17 and 18. Then Paul gives two examples of, again, a a godly Christ-like life, but also shares how they're going to benefit the church. First off, there is Timothy in verses 19 through 24. Paul wants to send Timothy. He's going to send him. And he says that Timothy cares. He's like a servant. And Timothy has proven character. And then in verses 25 through 30, he mentions Epaphroditus. He's a brother. He's a worker. He's a soldier. And he is your messenger. Notice back in Philippians chapter 4, verse number 18, 
Epaphroditus was the one who brought the offering from Philippi to Paul, but he got sick and he almost died. And so now Paul says to receive him with joy and with gladness. You know, there is joy and gladness when people that we love who follow Jesus come together. So if there's a believer in your life who you need to write or tell today what a blessing they are, I encourage you to do that in Jesus. <music>